Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. The online part is pretty straightforward. We are available to you as a podcast. Uh, that, uh, that link is the first on our website or one that you would pick up uh, looking for Center Left Radio anywhere that you uh, get your podcast. But the on-air part, well, technically not exactly on-air, but it's the it's the experience of being on air. It's the, it's the equivalent of the old analog flicking the radio dial and the show is there or maybe you push the buttons on the car radio and you come to the station, the talk station that you're looking for, and the show is in progress. Well, that's, that's pretty much what's happening with our radio loop. Uh, that is the second link on our homepage. And the Radio Loop uh, it basically gives you a link to a version of the show running on a separate computer here in the studio. And that computer is running constantly. The show is running in a loop constantly. That's the show you're listening to right now. So you're, you're, you get to experience it as though you just turned it on and you pick it up at any point. You, you might accidentally pick it up right at the very beginning. I guess that's possible as well. But it's the way that uh, we, in the analog era, used to listen to radio. You picked up a show wherever it was at, if it was a talk show or any other, and you got interested based on whatever you heard at whatever point you came in, and you stayed with it. And a lot of people like getting their information, their news, their entertainment that way. So we give you the option. We're the only ones who do. We're, we're that way. Uh, and it's fun to do it that way as well. T -t today, I, I would not describe today as a fun day. I, I, I have no idea really what uh, glib uh, terminology could be used to describe really August 8th. Today's August 9th, but, but what happened on August 8th? Uh, it, it will uh, go down, and it, it is uh, historic by, by U.S. terms. It's, it's, it's up there with 9-11. Uh, it's up there with January 6th. It, it is now uh, August 8th uh, of the year 2022, as by now, I'm sure you know, is the date that for the first time in American history, the, uh, the home of a former president was essentially the subject of a search, a raid, quite literally, a raid by the FBI to collect material that, based on a warrant that had been issued by a federal judge, that warrant having been, uh, having been carefully scrutinized, and, uh, and I, I would imagine probably the most carefully and, and painstakingly uh, stated warrant, uh, no, m most carefully and most painstakingly stated proofs 
the documentation, the affidavits uh, put forth by the FBI in support of getting this warrant from a federal judge, what the FBI had to do in terms of uh, information generation and precision and thinking through every conceivable defense had to be mind-boggling if it was going to result in the raid of Donald's home. Because, well, you know, we've been talking for quite some time here about, uh, geez, you know, Merrick Garland doesn't seem to be reacting to any of this. This is going on and on and on, and we're hearing all these things in the January 6th hearings, and, and somehow Trump is still just skating above it all and snubbing his nose and continuing to put out the big lie, and he just does it with total impunity. There's never any consequences. My God, the man could shoot people on Fifth Avenue, like he says, and no one would do a damn thing, right? Wrong. Like, like so many things of late, uh, so many things that everybody, uh, all the political pundits on all sides seem to have a, a finalized notion of who's in what box and what position's being taken and extrapolating everything from a momentary situation into all eternity. This is the way it is. It's not going to change. And it changes again and again and again. And we've been saying it on recent shows. You, you can make no assumptions about anything these days because there's so much in play. And to, and to fall prey or to imagine that the political uh, ramblings, the, 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 the calumnies, the, 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 the horrific falsehoods that flow from Donald and his sycophantic Republican allies on a daily basis to think that they're dispositive of the ultimate end of all of this, that nothing will ever happen simply because Donald keeps lying about it. His participation in January 6th, his crimes that led to two impeachments, all of the different grand jury investigations, all of the different indictments that he's facing, all of the other, th uh, Georgia tampering with Georgia, the whole situation with New York State. He's in New York right now preparing for a deposition in the civil case that the Attorney General of New York has against him, and everything that's going on with the January 6th committee. Uh, on and on and on. All of this will mean nothing because, well, nothing has happened. That's, that seems to be the argument. If we're at this point, says the political wisdom, if we've gotten to this moment in time and we know all these things and nothing has been done yet, well, it must be indicative of what the final state of affairs will be, to which I respond once again. Wrong. The raid on Donald's home in Mar-a-Lago yesterday, to, 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 to call it unprecedented is, is, is barely sufficient. I, I want you to understand, and again, just, just from a procedural perspective, what, 
must have gone into this. And, and again, the FBI is not giving details. They are not giving out lists of what was demanded. They're not showing a copy of the warrant. They're not explaining exactly what their thoughts were. Uh, we're getting some information to the effect that this involved stuff that the National Archives wanted. Now, back in February of this year, uh, you know, a year after he left office and, and, and a year after he, there was constant bantering and bickering uh, between uh, Trump and his attorneys and uh, the National Archives and everybody else in Washington involved in this, for him to give back documentation that he had just surreptitiously taken. There was talk of, of stuff being destroyed. There was stuff being flushed down toilets. You heard testimony to that effect, actually, as part of the January 6th hearing, this all coming from Republicans. Well, the, the, there, was there were 15 boxes of material finally turned over to the National Archives or whoever was acting from the government on behalf of the National Archives back in February. But apparently that wasn't anywhere near everything that the government required. Now, now, now this is what we're able to glean thus far. This is what, quote unquote, the reporting from the rational media, not, not, not Fox, not One America, not Tucker Carlson, not, not Marjorie Taylor Greene, not, not uh, Kevin McCarthy, no. What the rational media basically is saying this was about, which means that they're getting some information coming from the FBI. And the word coming out is it was a National Archives-related uh, raid, if you will, or national, uh, the warrant involved materials that were demanded by the National Archives. But that's about it. And, and which means we don't know much of anything. Now, now, there are some assumptions, some very reasonable assumptions that can be made. The first was this was seriously, seriously important material, and that the pres the former president, the, the, the disgraced go on and on and on. Uh, Donald was holding all this stuff, and it's been a year and a half since uh, he left office, claims he still hasn't, claims it was stolen, claims he'll, he has a right to be back, blah, 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 and all that is his, his, his most sycophantic, sycophantic and crazy, you know, followers all believing this. And essentially, if the material is so serious that a federal judge would grant a warrant for a seizure of it. And you know that this is absolutely unprecedented in our history. Then you have to, it, 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 it makes no sense but to conclude that there was some extremely extremely sensitive material that Donald was holding. Why would Donald Trump be holding sensitive material that belonged in the hands of the National Archives of the government, presumably top secret stuff, et cetera, et cetera? And why would he not negotiate for its return in good faith? Why would he continue to hold it? Why would he pretend he had no reason to have to give it back? How is any of that possible? 
Well, when you're, in, when you're Donald Trump and you have no concept of truth or law, when you have no guiding uh, ethical or moral principles, when it's all about you, when no lie is too big, when it's only about what's in it for me, and you somehow have managed to become president of the United States with access to everything that is secret and important and dangerous in the United States. I don't know, uh, maybe um, uh, lists of, uh, of CIA agents operating someplace. Maybe, uh, maybe atomic-related uh, atomic uh, codes. Um, uh, maybe, um, oh, I don't know, uh, uh, placement of troops and weaponry. Uh, maybe, let your mind just travel and think of what someone with no scruples, no, no, no not, 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 a, not an, uh, an ethical bone in their body, someone who was clinically narcissistic, and who was continuing to lie on a daily basis. Imagine with someone possessing that kind of documentation could do with that documentation in order to better their own position. Whatever the betterment came to, would it be financial, would it be political, would it be pure power, would it be holding something over the, uh, the, 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 the duly elected and properly functioning government of the country? Imagine what someone holding on to that kind of documentation, documentation deemed serious enough and, and, and dangerous enough that a federal judge, and by the rules, Fourth Amendment rules, a federal judge must be a detached, un unconnected to the material of the case judge. And you know, you know that never was there a, an affidavit or the supporting documentation. Never in the history of the FBI was this more carefully researched and every conceivable air hole and, and, and leakage and mistake and every was researched and re-researched again and again and again. Because when you make a move like this, when you make history with a move like this, you can't leave any possible room for error. There's just, you, you can't do it. Keep in mind as well that the FBI head, the head of the FBI who authorized this, who was in charge of all this, granted it was the Justice Department who, which runs the FBI, telling the FBI, here's what we're going to do. It's not as though the FBI, well, they could have decided this on their own, but you know that Merrick Garland, from the very top, had to be giving the final okay on this, had to be totally involved in this entire process. And you know that the head of the FBI, the guy who basically is at the helm right now, the guy whose organization executed this warrant against Donald Trump, is himself a Trump appointee. Now, if he's a true Trumpian sort, he would, and, and, you're, and, and you're being given uh, marching orders from Merritt Garland, I mean, presumably, uh, Garland is involved in this decision, or he's involved in many parts of it, uh, and you're told that you're going to, your, your organization and, and your president, the guy who appointed you, the guy to whom you're faithful, a guy who you've spoken very highly of and defended, by the way, 
you are knowing that you're going to be, your name is going to be on a raid of his house. Unprecedented, horrible, all oh, the horror of it. What do you do if you are the head of the FBI under those circumstances? Trump appointed you. You're a good, solid Republican. Well, if you, you know, if you're, you know, if, if, according to what Trump would expect of you, what Trumpians would expect of you, of, of grief-harboring, grief-mongering, believe any damn thing the Looney Tune will tell you, Trumpians, what they would expect of you, would essentially be that you quit, at least do something. Tip, tip the hand of the agency. Let everyone know, if, even if you can't say it outright, what you're doing, just quit. Just quit and, and, and make it apparent that when the warrant is ultimately executed, when they invade Donald's home, someone was faithful to the man and someone realized that this was a totally political act and that no one should ever do something like this. And everything that Donald and, and his Confederates are saying that this is weaponization of the Justice Department and it's horrible and it's terrible. But, all of that is true, or at least there would have been an even stronger basis for believing this particular layer of lies and bullshit that would be coming out of Donald's mouth and that of his Confederates regarding an otherwise totally legal search of his premises at Mar-a-Lago. But no, no, the FBI director did not quit in protest of this. No, the FBI director is, is still there still there right now, as, as are so many Republicans, well, who maybe are no longer in Trump's government, but as so many Republicans who left Trump's government during the final days, realizing what this man was up to, the people who have testified at the January 6th committee, there are apparently ethical Republicans out there. And, 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 and that kind of leads up to where I see a lot of this going at this point. And again, it's, it's, it's so hard to put this into context. There, there, there's so much going on here. I'm, I'm not even touching, so far at least it may come up, but I'm not even touching the incredible legislative achievements of the Democratic Party, of, of, the, of, the, Repub of the Democratic Senate, of, of a person who I have not exactly praised of late, of Chuck Schumer in passing the, uh, the health and, and, uh, and, and, and climate uh, legislation that, re well, it's got so much going on, that just went through the Senate by the squeakiest of votes. And I want to talk about the process of that more than anything else. And it's such, and it's such a contrast to what's happening with Republicans here. Let, 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 let me, let, let's go back to this whole uh, raid situation with the FBI, the unprecedented raid. What is the response from Trump and everybody? How dare you? How dare you weaponize? You're, you're attacking me. You're going out, blah, 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 blah. And, 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 and apparently from what I've read uh, of, of quotes coming out of, you know, uh, out of... Um, uh, Kevin McCarthy and, and others and, and Oath Keepers saying, this is it, we're going to attack, blah, blah, blah. Nowhere in any of this, it may be out there somewhere, 
but nowhere in the most immediate material that becomes available in the marketplace and, and getting the, rea you know, if you, oh, I need, I need to get some reactions on the Republican side. Let's see what we have here, blah, 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 blah. And you start tracing through Fox, you trace through What America, you listen for Tucker Carlson. No place am I hearing, not even from Donald himself, that this was unjustified. There was no crime. I am holding these materials legally with total justification. Nowhere am I hearing that. Nowhere am I hearing a statement relative to the actual subject matter of the raid. Or at least certainly not from Donald and his Confederates. No one's talking about the nature of the material he was holding on to. Now, that, that doesn't mean that Donald won't at some point say something and, and maybe spill a few beans or do something like that. But, but no one is challenged. Everybody is talking about prejudice, but no one is talking about process because the process was perfect. And no one is talking about content because the content was appropriate for this purpose. But I, I'll take this a step further. This was, if, if, if you had to imagine the circumstances under which Merrick Garland and the Justice Department would make their first foray into a direct legal confrontation with Donald Trump, okay? And, and this would be the results of a grand jury hearing uh, and then an, or an indictment or, or maybe some other kind of search warrant. But if you had to imagine the first step probably relatively low on the totem pole would have been a raid of Mar-a-Lago for what, again, ostensibly, based on whatever information is being released by the Justice Department, ostensibly for National Archives-related material, material wrongly being withheld from the National Archives. Now, that's the story we're getting. Do I imagine that that's the full story? Certainly not. Do I know, as, as anyone with any kind of legal background should know, that if you are conducting a valid search and other material of a criminal or a seemingly criminal nature is in plain view as you conduct that search, you are entitled to it and to pursue wherever that material might take you from an investigatory perspective. I know, I know that as well. Now you should know that. But still, it's the National Archives angle. I mean, there's a grand jury investigating him in Georgia. There is, and that is, is criminal, a series of charges. I mean, uh, granted, granted, what he was hit, what, what this raid involved are the breaking of criminal laws. There, there is criminal consequences very severe criminal consequences uh, that can that travel with the breaking of archival rules and the possession of information of the federal government that should be in the government's hand and especially of high level stuff and all that other stuff okay but why would you start at that low a rung and i and i mean that 
you know, January 6th, my God, the man, the man was fomenting an insurrection. We have all this information. Republican after Republican has given the information that connects Donald to all of this. We, we, we have all this here. We've seen this time and time again. We know what he was doing. You want to start on him at a National Archives level? Well, why not? What it says to me, if I'm Merrick Garland, and I've taken a hell of a lot of heat of late to the effect that, well, you know, uh, I, 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 I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be the first to do something like this. And yet, what's my response? But on at least two occasions, one, one at least as recently as two or three weeks ago, no one is above the law and no one who basically was part and parcel of January 6th, I'm paraphrasing, will be exonerated, you know, uh, carte blanche. Everyone involved in this will be brought to justice. If you broke the law, you will be brought to justice. And his first foray into the, into the direct confrontation, a, something that, by the way, Donald has never had happen to him in his entire gifted life. This is the first time he has ever been, to my knowledge, the object of a criminal search warrant, much less a federal criminal search warrant. Now, the, 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 and, I, and I should add this as well. There is no absolute nexus. There is no absolute connection. There is no if-then uh, you know, glue that holds together the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the absolute certainty that Donald will be indicted as a result of that raid. The odds are damned good that this will be, and the product of all this will be an indictment. And again, given, given how, if, because if an indictment didn't come from this, after everything that probably went into the, into the moving papers, into the affidavits that supported the warrant issued by the federal judge, we still don't even know who the federal judge was. We don't know what the warrant said. We may get more of that. We don't necessarily have to get that from the FBI. They don't always put that out there, even in even after the fact. I mean, there have been, think of the people who the FBI has raided in connection with Donald, people, and just about every one of them has already gone to jail or been pardoned by Trump after being in jail or being about to be sent to jail. I think of, Man, well, Manafort was in jail. I think of uh, Flynn, uh, Roger Stone, about to be sent in. Bannon, about to be sentenced. Now, a separate crime. Uh, Bannon is about, has just been convicted of, uh, of, of, you know, of uh, failing to respond to the uh, congressional uh, subpoena. And there, there are criminal, he's, he's awaiting, he's awaiting sentencing at this point on that. But raids, I don't know that there was a, was there a Bannon raid? There might have been a Bannon raid. But there have been raids on a bunch of Trump-related people already, and I don't know of any of them, I, have, I can't remember offhand, where nothing happened. Oh, well, we just did the raid, and, and the person who was at the other end of the raid, I'm sorry, we got the stuff, but 
my apology. It, it really wasn't as significant as we thought it might be. And one way or the other, you would never, we would have never prosecuted you for this. No, 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 no. If Merrick Garland can take on Trump at this level and everything else is still sitting out there, Donald Trump is in deeper shit than probably almost any other human being in this country right now. He is in deeper doo-doo. He has more piling up on his usually full plate, from what I understand, when he's not throwing them against the, uh, the dining room wall and the, pri the private dining room wall in the White House. He's got more that he's going to have to deal with than he could have ever imagined in his entire life. He has never been in criminal difficulty before. It's always been civil cases. And so what just happened with Merritt Garland is the worst legal thing that's ever happened to him. As I say, you know, once that warrant is executed, Everything picked up, and you know the FBI did this process so by the book they were probably taping everything they did as they walked through Mar-a-Lago to verify exactly how things were done. The Secret Service, or whatever part of it, was still on the premises at Mar-a-Lago because ex-presidents do get Secret Service coverage. They were made aware of this, I'm told, within about an hour or two of the actual raid. They weren't told exactly, exactly when it would take place, but expect the FBI. FBI to show up, and they facilitated the FBI's activities. Were there people in that Secret Service group that basically were pro-Trump, who loved Donald? Very probably they did. Was anyone, did anyone quit the Secret Service? Have we, have we heard of Secret Service agents at Mar-a-Lago in the Trump detail, the post-presidential detail at Mar-a-Lago? Has anyone quit as soon as they found out that Trump was going to be, I'm quitting. I won't say why right now, but you could look back later on because I know that this is totally illegal and I will not be part of this. Did, did you hear about any of that? Certainly not. Because basically everybody with any kind of a brain, and, 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 I'm fortunate, and forgive me, forgive me Trump loyalists, but you're not too smart. You're, you're gullible. You, you basically, you, you, you are allowing yourself to use the Trumpian mechanism of self-delusional grievance. Donald, Donald is your perpetual permission slip, as it were, to be angry and grievance-laden about stuff. And... And, and chances are you don't look, look over your own shoulder often enough to recognize this, but the stuff you're grievance-laden about is the stuff that basically he needs in order to, per to maintain his own status and strength. And it relies on the dissemination of lies, half-truths, mistruths, total fabrication of information, all of that but always, always with the emotional strength 
of grievance, and it's keeping you in a state of grievance with him. And because of that, because grievance is so universal, you don't have to be the least educated uh, jerk in the entire world. You could be a college professor. I've seen a bunch of them who get suckered into this whole grievance thing using some Trump surrogate who makes it appealing to be aggrieved at the level that you need to feel aggrieved in order to retain your affiliation with the Donald. This, this is what is still out there. This is what's going on. Now, uh, we, we, have, we have dear Kevin McCarthy putting out a tweet promising that as soon as the Republicans take over the House, there are going to be hearings conducted. And Merrick Garland, you damn well better preserve all of your paperwork because we're coming to investigate you and how you handle it. This, this kind of stupidity. And, 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 and McCarthy obviously knows better. Mitch McConnell knows better. Most of the House and Senate know better. Some of them are just too, too far. The grievance, the, the taste of grievance is, is, is so delicious and its ability to cloud all other activity in the brain is so, is so all, all overpowering that they may actually imagine that whatever Donald is saying, if, not, is, if it's not truth, they're not willing to at least jettison it completely because they are feasting on the grievance that they're permitted to feel. And, and another thing, part of that grievance is unless we do anything and everything, we will not have power again. They, if we don't just go ahead and take it and seize it, and that leaves just about everything open, Every illegality imaginable is, is, is permissible because they, presumably Democrats, liberal Democrats in particular, will basically take it from us. They're, they're ready to take it from us. Further implication, there's no way we can win without taking it. Better word, cheating. But permissible because I have a grievance. Follow that thought process forward, and if in reaction to what has just happened yesterday, basically the machine, the, the, the Trumpian machine, shows signs that no one, no one is willing to break ranks with Donald over this. No one is willing to finally say, well, wait a minute, you know, this guy is such damaged goods. I mean, track it forward. We can pretty much guarantee that this is the first of any number of uh, encounters, if you will, uh, with the federal government, with the Justice Department. This raid is just number one. There'll be indictments coming down. We know he did all this. Now, we can keep yelling and screaming, a la Donald. <laughs> Oh, we could finally recognize, no, re-recognize what we all knew before he started running for president. I, I'll, I'll never forget uh, uh, 
uh, all the different senators and everything, Lindsey Graham especially, never Trump. I would never have this. This man has no right, no basis, and blah, blah, blah. And of course, you know, where, where Lindsey Graham is now. But, but people have to rediscover. They, they, have to, they have to reinvent their consciences, their, their record, their, their notion of what the Republican Party may have once been in terms of true law and order, not a, not a party that authorizes the beating and shooting and, and maiming of police officers in Washington at the Capitol, not, not a party that allows any criminal to have an automatic weapon, not a party that basically is willing to destroy a woman's rights, not a party that wants to take away Medicare and Medicaid, not a party that basically is looking for any way to consolidate its party, its, its strength, by a statement of its strength, no matter what the views of the country may be. That, not that, that, that Republican Party is not the Republican Party that I knew and that many people felt far more comfortable with where, when, when that party was truly about law and order and rule of law and the strength of the Constitution. Because right now, with Donald's, with this raid, with the beginning of this process and the obvious fact that this is going to continue, Republicans in positions of leadership have to make a decision. Clearly, Kevin McCarthy has shown that he is not only a fool, but an impotent fool. He doesn't even construct his, his, his as much of a nut as Donald may be, his arguments and the things he'll put out on, on it's not Twitter, it's whatever the hell he uses and trying to get someone else to pay for, but whatever. What, his words are simplistic, but carefully crafted to give him, to be consistent with his style of stuff. And always with the right dog whistles and everything else to excite his followers. And you know this because as someone on the other side, as, as a person on the side of rationality, as a person basically living in the real world, these Trumpian messages, written messages sent out over his network, basically can still make you tingle. So you know he ain't lost the gift that, that he'll have to the, better, to the bitter end. But he is losing the battle, all the battles, He's going to lose many, many more battles. And if he is put in a position to run as for the presidency again, he will lose the presidency. I, I, I feel 99.9999999% certain in saying that the American people will not vote in an indicted, disgraced, former, twice impeached president to run to, to run the country once again. It's just not going to happen. Okay, we've seen how Republicans will split their vote. They'll, they'll vote for one person, but not for another. And it's happened again and again and again. They may vote for a local congressperson in, in 2024, but they'll not vote at all for Trump or vote maybe against him. Whoever is running on the Democratic line at this point, it may very well be Joe Biden. 
Okay? The, the, the Republicans have to understand that if Trump runs, and the lies will only get worse as the indictments come down, as, as the demands for justice, as the process unfolds. And there's going to have to be a – Trump will be demanding that every vehicle of government be ultimately destroyed. His followers will be running around having to say, kill the country, destroy the Justice Department, destroy the FBI, destroy uh, the legislative – anyone, anywhere – that has their, a hand in making sure that justice is done to Donald, that branch of government, defund the FBI, do something, anything. And the list of government agencies and areas of government that will have to be destroyed because they're hurting our Donald, that list will merely grow. And McCarthy and Mitch McConnell and all the Looney Tunes out there. Well, most of them. There are Looney Tunes who are just Looney Tunes. There are Marjorie Taylor Greens, okay? I mean, they're nuts. There are Jim Johnsons. They're, they're out there, okay? But the vast majority of Republicans in elected office, and I, I guess maybe I can't speak for Republicans in state legislatures. That's another story. I'm not even going to go there right now. If you continue this, knowing where the Justice Department is going now, sensing where it's going, based on beginning its first foray against Donald, its first straight on, no arguments, you are being hit with the full force of the law because you are nothing but a criminal, or you're a presumed criminal, you're presumed to have committed crimes, and federal courts now are agreeing with us on this. Knowing where this invariably goes and to still hold on to the fiction, Donald's fictions, and to promote them and to make the, to force the remainder of the party to coalesce around them is to court absolute disaster. I, it could begin as early as, as this midterm election, depending on, on, how, uh, on how that plays out. If, if the House were taken and if someone like uh, a McCarthy actually uh, were to attempt to begin hearings against the attorney general for what he's doing with Donald to actually try that level of distraction, and then that, of course, will force the base to feel all the closer to Donald. It will almost guarantee him a sympathy uh, vote for, uh, you know, for, for a sympathy nomination. If, 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 if someone doesn't stand up and stop this crap, Donald will run, he will lose, and all hell will break loose because he will demand that everyone and everything at any level he will demand vengeance against everyone and everything he will demand that that not not just putting me in office but that we get rid of the disloyal ugly, horrible people that are destroying our country, it, it will expand. Donald never goes backwards, if you haven't noticed. His, his niece, Mary Trump, made this point many times. He, once he has fed on, uh, on ego and glory and grievance, he, he never backs away. He needs more to satisfy himself. 
So the very strong likelihood is if he were somehow, be, be, by, by virtue of the utter irresponsibility of the Republicans, who know better, if he's allowed to continue on like this, if no one steps up and says, okay, enough, enough. We, this has gone far enough. Um, someone subtly, someone in a position of authority, uh, a, a McCarthy or, or a, or, or a, uh, or a uh, you know, uh, in the Senate, uh, as someone with some, with some qualitative, well, I don't know, qualitative, with, with some authority, the word has to be getting out, no, th th this is too dangerous. We can't keep going this way. Our entire basis for existence can't be to take power at any cost with no agenda except to be powerful and to undo whatever the other side is doing. That's what the Republican Party has been reduced to. This is what grievance gives you. It gives you nothing but anger, and it basically will lead to violence in this country, and it could lead to excessive violence in this country. How the hell, how do you take over the government? Who takes over how do they dispel the sitting government? Who does or doesn't get in their way? Who objects to this? So, I mean, th think this through. Y you can't just do that. And that's what you're heading for. You're heading for a demand that it be done that way and undoubtedly efforts in that direction and very frustrated and, and probably even more, ex more excessive efforts when the realization comes that no matter how much force you throw out there in any one location, it, it's, it, it's like, you know, how do, how do you, how do you, <laughs> is killing killing flies with a sledgehammer. The, 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 the whole system is out there. Everything is there. How do you undo the system? Do you get 30% of the population, Republicans, to suddenly instantaneously rise up and where? Where do they go? Do they go to Washington? 30% of the country gets there and puts in a, and puts in a puppet government. What is the process even for doing this? What, is, what does that even mean? Because you can't depend on manipulation of otherwise legal processes at this point. You're past that, Republicans. You're down to sheer, pure force. You're down to pure illegal force based on your perception that you have been wronged, that your grievance gives rise to your ability to take whatever action is necessary. That's what you're reduced to. Hello, Republican leaders, if, the, if that's not an oxymoron, wherever you may be. That's what's here. That's what's left to you. Force. Because the power of the government in terms of its judicial capability, of its, of its criminal uh, activities, its criminal, its criminal capacity to, to, to prosecute criminally, is out there. Now we see it happening. And you're going to see it more and more. What will you do about it? Will you hold on to Donald for dear life? Will you refuse to consider the possibility that he is the most damaged package of goods in American history?
where you finally just say, wait a minute, I, I, I think this is just a little too dangerous, knowing full well that the vast majority of, of Republican caucuses are scared to death, would wish someone else would take the action, kind of go along with it, and then the masses, they'll have to go along with it too. You see, so we're already now, you see the first move has been made in a way with what, with what just hap what happened in Mar-a-Lago. The reaction of the base is going to begin now. We're going to see where this goes. We're going to see how Donald tries to whip up his base to basically respond to something. And he knows what's coming next. He knows. He's not going to try to say that what they did was completely illegal. He's not going to try to say that what he did was completely legal, his withholding of papers for a year and a half. He'll, he may utterly, completely, totally invent some fictitious lie about it, but then his people, the, 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 the second tier, the, the politicians who are out there, are going to have to find some way to say enough. Because if they don't, this builds and builds. Merrick Garland has gone down. He's opened the floodgates. There's no backing away from criminal uh, sanctioning, uh, indictments, most probably convictions against Donald Trump at this point. He started at the simplest and maybe the lowest rung, National Archives offenses. But they are criminal, nonetheless, and carry jail sentences. They are considered serious crimes. I can only imagine what Donald was holding on to. I can only imagine what he had in his head about what he would be willing to do with this stuff in order to basically protect his own ass and basically ensure his own power going forward. And clearly the FBI and the National Archives had a pretty good idea of what he could do with this stuff also because the man's not to be trusted. He's a nut. So this is, again, just the start of something. Now, now completely on the other side of that, on the, on the side of what government was supposed to be able to do, the Democrats are piling up victory after victory after victory on a legislative side, doing it with razor-thin margins. They just passed this latest, uh, this latest bill the other day. There's going to be a signing today, I think, for the, is it the CHIPS Act that gets signed today? This is the one that the Republicans tried to quash simply because the Democrats uh, came up with a bill that they knew that they, that, that was supposed to be, uh, uh, that, that, that they knew they couldn't really fight, but they had to do something, they had to have a hissy fit, so they, they, they tried to block the bill that would make us more competitive with China. Then they blocked the bill that was supposed to help uh, burn victims or victims of smoke inhalation uh, from Afghanistan. I mean, just insanity. And the Democrats, with the most razor thin of margins, have probably had the most productive Congress, even just to this point. And it ends, it ends just in you know, two, two, three months. But probably the most productive Congress in the last 20 years, if not more. Some would argue in memorable recent history, modern history. It's just an incredible, incredible string of successes that will change the way we do things in America to the benefit of all Americans. Now, you can fight that. 
You can try to become a legislative force again. You can find out or, or soul search and decide what it is that we want to do legislatively, if anything. Because if there's nothing for us to do except knock down whatever the other side has done, then you're non-functional as a party anyway. And you'll eventually do the stupidest thing of all, and that is try to take the government down. And smart Republicans know all this. So, so the, the, the big question is out there. Will Donald basically be allowed to ride into the sunset or drift into a docket, maybe ease his way into a yellow jumpsuit, an orange jumpsuit? Will he be allowed to face the full force of the law with the party finally edging away from him, with enough people saying that it's impermissible to basically allow or, under, or admit to whatever he's saying, with enough people understanding the consequences of following this man, will he basically be jettisoned? Or will a frightened, grievance-struck Republican Party embrace him all the tighter as the noose tightens around him and them, and they will invariably have to do insane things to and against this country in order to preserve their allegiance to this sick man, to the Donald. The Republicans know this, and we're going to know how they intend to function before the midterms are done, because stuff is going to come down pretty quickly at this point. You have to understand that. And it depends on the signals that are given out by Republican leaders to their base. Are they going to tolerate this madness? Are they going to tolerate the destruction of America? Because you can't have Trump and America. It is an either-or. It's a zero-sum proposition. Do you want Donald? Or do you want America? Mm. A little jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can. On a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make center-left radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident. And as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Central F Radio, Thank you. You've been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. What has just happened with the raid on Mar Ilago is unprecedented and invariably is the first step in many to come. The Republicans know this. They also know that they've continued to perpetuate the lies of Donald Trump. If they refuse to jettison him at this point, they will only foment a major, major crisis in this country.